everyone welcome to another episode of Indian Cooking Simplified how are you all hopefully everyone is doing okay and being happy over the past months there was some technical issue in making episodes for Indian Cooking Simplified i was able to resolve those technical issues and i'm back again making the episodes for Indian Cooking Simplified and i'm very very happy to welcome you again to the podcast This podcast is all about simplifying Indian cooking, simplifying the spices and ingredients and also exploring the recipes that are very healthy and yummy. Coming back to this week's episode, it's all about cooking black-eyed peas. Here's a question. Are black-eyed peas really peas? Um they are a part of family of beans and peas, although called a pea, it's actually a bean. After I started digging into the history of this bean slash pea it was so fascinating that how did a bean which is a part of african american soul food found its way to southern part of india but from what i have read the source only says it was cultivated since prehistoric time in china and india it has always been in the menu since my childhood in my home it's called tatapayiru or karamani in tamil and lobia in hindi the fresh also dry beans are cooked So far I have been able to get my hands only on dry cow peas. I found more interesting facts about the peas in southern United States eating black-eyed peas or hopin john, a traditional soul food on New Year's Day is thought to bring prosperity in the new year. The peas are typically cooked with a pork product for flavor such as bacon, fat back, ham bones or hog jowls and diced onion and served with a hot chili sauce or a pepper flavored vinegar. The traditional meal also includes cabbage, collard, turnip or mustard greens and ham. The peas since they swell when cooked symbolize prosperity, the greens symbolizes money, the pork because pig root forward when foraging represents positive motion. Cornbread which represent gold also often accompanies the meal. When considering nutritional facts of black-eyed peas, they are excellent source of calcium. iron vitamin a manganese zinc copper folate and vitamin k black eyed peas contain antioxidants like flavonoids which help the body fight diseases the fiber in black eyed peas help the body absorb flavonoids which help body fight diseases eating black eyed peas can help you maintain healthy weight level black eyed peas are rich in soluble and insoluble fiber which help the body with weight management the protein and slow digestion High quality carbohydrates in black-eyed peas also helps you feel full. Let's see how to prepare them. Usually the bean has to have a sour element to enhance the earthy flavor of the bean. For example, considering the hopin john, it's served with pepper flavored vinegar. I remember my mom cooking the beans with tamarind pulp to impart the bean the sour flavor. Tamarind in Tamil is called puli, so the dish we are about to cook is called karamani puli kolambu or literally translates to tamarind cowpea curry this recipe will serve too and is excellent when served with hot steaming rice this recipe can be amazing choice for lunch or dinner on a busy weekday night as the curry does not take more than 30 minutes to cook in a pressure cooker if you want you can substitute the rice with healthier version of carbs like brown rice or simply enjoy it as a stew or a soup Let's see what you need for the recipe. You need about 2 medium sized onion and tomatoes, half a cup dry cow pea. You can even use a fresh legume, but the cooking time for the legume might vary if you're using the fresh one. 
I've never been lucky enough to get my hands on fresh cowpeas. Uh, you know, my mom used to sit by the window, peel the bean off and slide the fresh legume out of the pod. Living in the UK, I was able to get my hands on the dry ones at least and boy, I was so happy. I vividly remember the first time I laid my eyes on them and was so excited to find something that you can find only at home. I told you you can make this recipe in half an hour time but if you cook the cowpea in an open pot, it takes at least 30 minutes for the bean alone to cook. Also, it needs overnight soaking. I find it easier to cook the dry beans in a pressure cooker. It takes about 10 minutes for them to cook. I take the beans, wash them, add them to a 3 liter cooker, add about half a cup of uh, beans and one cup of water and cook them for two whistles on medium flame and another five minutes uh, on a simmer and remove from flame and there is the bean ready, perfectly cooked. To make it quicker, you can cook a batch of bean and freeze it and use it when you need it. We need some form of thickener to make the curry creamy and rich and for that we need fresh or desiccated coconut, about quarter of a cup, six to eight cashew nuts, cumin seeds, about one teaspoon and quarter of an onion chopped. We need to grind all these together in a mixer. If you prefer a nutty flavor to the curry, you can even toast the coconut before making the coconut cashew onion paste, which I always do, but it's completely up to you to toast the coconuts. We need tamarind pulp extracted from the tamarind. Soak about a small gooseberry-sized tamarind in hot water. The amount of tamarind also depends upon individual taste preference. Experiment by gradually adding the pulp to the curry and taste it and add more if you like the curry to have a zingy, sour flavor. But if you are really not a fan, you can completely leave the tamarind out. Um, before we start making the curry, we need things for tempering. Tempering is infusing the oil with flavor of mustard seeds and curry leaves. For this, you need oil of your choice, mustard seeds about half a teaspoon, fenugreek seeds about half a teaspoon, cumin seeds about half a teaspoon and curry leaves. The measurements for all the ingredients is in the description box of the episode. We also need to make spice powder mix. Again, this powder is completely optional but when added enhances the flavor so much. Also, this is like a staple in all South Indian curry making. So once you have this in the pantry, it can be added to any curry to enhance the flavor and aroma. This is made by dry roasting chana dal, white urad dal separately and then dry roasting spices like coriander, fenugreek seeds, cumin seeds, peppercorns, mustard seeds and red chilies. The reason why I said the powder is optional because we will be adding mustard seeds, cumin seeds and coriander seed powder in various stages of the curry. This powder is only going to be like a repetition of the spices. The measurement for grinding the spice powder mix is in the description box of this recipe. Time to look at the method to make the curry. Now let's take a medium sized pan and place it on a medium flame. Add oil of your choice, about um, 2 to 3 tablespoon. Add cumin seeds, mustard seeds and a spring of curry leaves. When cumin seeds start spluttering, Add 6 to 8 garlic and add finely chopped onion and saute till the onion turns pink. And then add tomatoes. 
add about half a teaspoon of salt to speed up the process of cooking of tomatoes and then add coriander powder, cumin powder, turmeric powder and the spice powder mix. Keep sauteing till the mix gets cooked well and the tomatoes and onions are soft and mixed together. While cooking, keep adding tiny bit of water to prevent the mix from sticking to the pan and now keep the mix aside. Now for the next step, you can either use a small pressure cooker or an open pot. Open pot cooking is going to take a little longer to cook. I usually use a pressure cooker to make the curry. Take a pressure cooker, add the cooked cowpea and the spice mix of onion tomato mix that we just made and add the coconut mix and tamarind pulp. Add about one cup of water, let it come to a boil and close the pressure cooker and pressure cook for two whistles. After the pressure subsides, adjust salt to your taste. For open pot cooking, in the same pan in which you made the onion tomato mix, add the cooked cowpea, then the coconut paste and tamarind pulp and adjust salt to your taste and simmer for 15 to 20 minutes and the curry is done and serve hot with steaming rice. And that's all there is for this week's episode. Meet you next week with another episode of Indian Cooking Simplified. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Meet you again with another episode. Take care. Bye-bye.